for Apple's podcast. Please follow me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N, and check out my website, fairn.me. Grab an apple, enjoy the show. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Welcome back to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. Before I get started, I just want to bring your attention to a new email series that I began recently, and it's called Love Notes to Self. I started this because I wanted to get nice emails, and I also wanted to support myself in a unique way. And as I began doing it, other people wanted it too. So if you go to any of my social media links, or I'll put it on my website too, farron.me, you can sign up for this. There's no sales stuff involved. You just put your email in. You'll get a Monday email that you actually want to read, and that's it. I just want to share that with you. And also, I have um, coming up on April 23rd at 1 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, a guided energy and breath session. It is about an hour and a half, but the last half hour is personal sharing, so that's optional. And it is a free thing that I do. You have to sign up for it. And you can also find that on my website, although I will put a link to this in the show notes. It's basically guided meditation with some instruction. If you do visit my website, you will be able to see some information about it. So for today's topic, I am looking in a very simple way, looking at metaphysical versus spiritual. And... I also want to draw your attention to my last three episodes because they are pretty much related to this. I started a series called Let's Get Spiritual. And even though a lot of topics are already spiritual on the website, I mean, on on the podcast, I just wanted to draw your attention to the fact that these last three episodes are related. So you might find that one interesting. And if you do find these episodes interesting, share one with a friend. I dare you. Okay, let's get into it. Metaphysical versus spiritual. So most of the time when you talk to somebody about what a me- what metaphysical is, immediately they think of the metaphysical shop. And I mean, I did that too. Don't get me wrong, which is kind of funny because I worked in one. So I find that really interesting because if you talk to somebody about what it means to be spiritual, they may not immediately think of the metaphysical shop. They might think of something more like church oriented, but I'm not sure. These things change quickly, especially now. Everything's changing so quickly. But I find it really interesting to look at what these things actually are. So first of all, let's do this. 
Metaphysics is defined as the branch of philosophy that deals with the first principles of things, including abstract concepts like being, knowing, substance, cause, identity, time, and space. So if you think about it, metaphysicians... (laughs) Sounds so funny to say, but it's true. I don't mean to laugh at them. I think that the the study is wonderful, but if you think about it from the metaphysical shop perspective versus what the word actually means, it um, it might look a little bit like a wizard. I don't know. Anyhow, okay. Metaphysicians are mostly concerned with the nature of objects and their properties. So, and something I also noticed when I was looking looking all of this up. Um, a person's study of metaphysics largely hinges on how they personally understand free will versus determinism. So these things being a foundation of how people interact with the world, right? So what are we talking about here? We're talking about objects, but more the space the object takes up and possibly the energy the object has. Is that... Is that legal? Is that legal? I don't know. (laughs) So this other thing that I found, which is so interesting, because if you're, if you're looking at these two things, metaphysical and spiritual, you know, the metaphysical, like I said, it's, it's object oriented. It's really about knowledge, right? And then in the, it's in Buddhism, but it's also in some other religions that I cannot identify. So what I found was in Buddhism, there's something referred to as the five strengths. And they are faith, energy, mindfulness, concentration, and wisdom. And those things are also referred to as the five spiritual faculties. So faculty meaning any of the powers of the mind, you know, will, reason, instinct, something inherent in in someone is often thought of in that way too. So when you think about it, metaphysics having so much to do with objects in existence, you know, things that you can perceive but then there's also the connection to um, interdimensional understanding Um, I saw references to astral travel and things like that which is interesting because in the spiritual world now people talk about that all of the time but originally no that would not have been included in the spiritual world I'm I'm thinking because it's not associated with faith because spirituality involves the recognition of a feeling or a sense of, or a belief that there is something greater than ourselves, something beyond sensory experience. Now, beyond sensory experience, that was something that I, I wrote down and, and, you know, like makes sense to me. But at the same time, without our sensory experience we 
we can't really go much further in the dimensional reality or in understanding dimensional reality, which is interesting because I think that's also a newer understanding, a newer understanding of emotions and newer understanding of what we actually do with those things. Anyhow, that's why I just find that's very interesting sensory experience. So they're saying that as in felt experience, right? Sensory experience and that the greater whole, and that the greater whole of which we are a part of is cosmic or divine in nature. So I find it really interesting that they're calling that a sensory experience when that would be more a belief in faith and how that feels. So I guess that's sensory. Anyhow, don't mind me wandering off for a moment. For me, it seems that spiritual is more felt or more of an intuitive knowing and metaphysical is the study of the existence of that idea. So they're, they're very intertwined. I am sure historically these things were probably first the same. I didn't look that far back because I wanted to keep this simple. Yeah. <laughs> Although as soon as you talk about these topics, it gets complicated no matter which way you go. I mean, all of these reasons are why the metaphysics shop is so confusing to some people. I have to admit I was spoiled. I worked at a really good one or I worked at a really bad one. Who knows? They had everything you could possibly want, whether it was religious or whether it was considered metaphysical um, witchcraft. Um, all the books, all the music, all of the things. So maybe they didn't consider that a metaphysical shop. I don't know. It, it's interesting to me what you would consider would be in these shops, right? So tarot, um, crystals, stones, certain music, Right. Um, I'm just wondering why they call it a metaphysical shop. Maybe they don't call it that anymore. Anyhow, <laughs> my point here is just that these things are so intertwined that the ideas are really hard to separate from them from each other. But one of the things you could do is look at it this way. Metaphysical is often about other realities and spiritual is an inward exploration of the soul. So other realities, you know, um, cause metaphysics and quantum physics are very tied to each other because of, um, multiverse stuff like that. I'm not going to start talking about that and sound like I know what I'm saying and then sound like an idiot because I don't, I just know that tidbit of information. Yeah. <laughs> Metaphysical can be thought of as explaining the fundamental nature of the world and spirituality is experiential, more about how we interpret our felt experiences, emotions, and personal growth. So again, I don't think we can really have that cognitive interpretation without what is metaphysics, but we don't necessarily 
know that that's what we're doing. So they study those ideas and those thoughts. We go through the processes and we feel it out. And we call it spiritual because we're not studying it outside of how it affects us. And they, as an outsider of it, look at it and see just what it is for itself, which is, again, not the easiest thing to do. For my special segment today, I'm going to read you a little passage from a book that I have by a friend of mine. And it is a book that many yoga students have a copy of, The Yoga Sutras of Patanjali. But this is a visual meditation by Melissa Townsend. Of course, you can't see the visual part, but if this is interesting to you, I highly recommend you looking it up because she does these beautiful paintings of the sutras. And if you've ever studied the Yoga Sutras, you know how complicated but yet also simple they are. And these works are just beautiful. So there's that. I'm reading from page two. Okay, right there at the beginning. Atta Yoga Nushasanam. Now we begin the study, and then in parentheses, exposition of yoga. Traditionally, the first sutra serves to state the intention of the book and the subsequent sutras. By using the prefix anu with the word sasanam, Patanjali indicates that the material that follows is not his creation, but his consolidation and transcription of instruction about a practice and tradition that already exists and that has been followed for a considerable period of time. It is an exposition of this practice of yoga. The image on the painting is of a glass of spilled milk, which, ta which takes a little bit of artistic license with this traditional meeting. Now, now that the milk is spilled, now that the mess is made, now that things have fallen apart, whether by our own doing or another's, now is the time that we begin the practice of yoga. Of course, now, the present moment, is the only time that actually exists. Now is the only time in which it is possible to do anything, including the practice of yoga. So the simplest way that I could put this is, you know, to bring it home here, just to bring it together so that it makes a little bit of sense. Metaphysics is knowledge-based, knowledge purely knowledge-based. That's it. Spirituality combines that knowledge with faith. So faith that the person is a part of the cosmos or however one would interpret that type of divine connection. At this point, there's so many options about how people describe that interconnectivity of all of the humans on the planet or what to reference 
gosh, now I'm thinking about all the options. So oneness, right? Singularity. Source. All of those things have so many definitions. I mean, so many different words for the same definition. I'm not, um, oh my gosh, what am I trying to say? No wonder everybody's confused. Actually, I don't think everybody's confused, but I do think that it's really hard to talk about. I mean, obviously it's hard to talk about because first of all, you're getting into people's belief systems and, you know, everybody understands their individual experience in a different way than the outsider does. And that also gets a little bit messy when it comes to any kind of spiritual understanding. But at this stage, the way things are changing so rapidly and so many more people are seeing where they've been, let's say, lied to, misperceived things, where there have been missteps in their lives. In the past, I mean, in the past few years, of course, but in the past month or so, I have seen so much change so many people just completely changed their life because they've come to the conclusion that they can't live in the way that they've been in a, in a sense forced to live and i think that that's such an amazing thing to see and to watch i'm just in awe in in just how far so many people are coming so quickly it's a beautiful, beautiful thing to see. But you have to realize that the more people that do that, there's also the um, people that are getting dragged by the energy. And I'm not saying anybody can do anything about that because if we're looking at this from the oneness perspective, we have to understand that unfortunately, uh, the human in us, are, that is very unfortunate, but that is also something that's going to happen. So. You know, I, I don't want it to happen, but I'm just saying the um, anytime there's a really big energy shift, there's also the, a little bit of that kind of backlash of the wave. So if you are somebody that has just gone through a major change in your life, maybe you've moved cities, something like that, do yourself a favor and check around and see if you can contribute in a way that's good for you, but also good for somebody around you and just, you know, just see what you can do, something simple so that you can, <clears throat> in a sense, pay back into the bank with your energy. It doesn't have to be much because I know when there's a big shift, this can be extremely challenging to do. But I feel as though if every single person that is going through a major spiritual uprising and they come out that other side, you know, if they took the time to give a little bit of that in, <clears throat> gosh, my voice, to give a little bit of that in some way, it, whatever's possible. I feel like it will be easier for the people that are getting kind of lost in the shuffle, you know? 
And I'm going to say that I really appreciate every single one of you listeners. Thank you so much for being here. The last episode, The Universe Has Your Back. If you haven't heard it, please give it a listen. And the one before that is called Let's Get Spiritual. These are the ones I was referring to at the beginning of this episode. If you have any questions or comments or if you have any suggestions on topics and want to hear what they are, email me at hungryforapplespodcast at gmail.com. And if you would like to get on the Love Notes to Self email list, you can go to any one of my social media platforms and just go to my link or it's on my website and also the energy and breath session which is coming up this saturday the 23rd one o'clock in the afternoon pacific standard time and the book that i read from is by melissa townsend and it is book one of yoga sutras of patanjali It's a visual meditation. And as I said, it's book one. Thank you again for being here. Have a great week. Bye. That's our show for this week. Thanks for listening all the way through. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider a small donation over at patreon.com backslash Farron and feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N. Or if you have any questions, check out my website, Farron.me. You can contact me there. You can see my class schedule and upcoming events. Again, you've been listening to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. I'm just feeling it out. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye.